I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. Hi, everyone. We are back and ready to get into episode four. Jay, how are you today? I'm doing good. I had my birthday. The day Fair uh, Queen Stassi. You're Queen silly. Adriana, who you all have not yet met if you are not Vanderpump followers. Uh, the Dirty 30. The big three. Oh, so yes, my birthday was on Sunday, and this week has been pretty chill ever since. Wait, pause. How was your birthday? Like, I don't think I've actually talked to you about your birthday <laughs> since your birthday, <laughs> and like wishing you happy birthday. It was good. It was good. It was very chill. Like we woke up and we went on a on a hour long walk, and then we went to the farmers market. We went to go see the blackening. I was highly disappointed. No, <gasps> were you? Oh yeah. no, I'm so sad. I've heard such good things from other people. I mean, it was funny, but I just would not have paid to go see it. It was definitely a waste of money in my mind. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then we went out to dinner at this hibachi restaurant called Ichiban. So it was good. It was you good. act like you've never heard of Ichiban before. I know, but it's not like the Ichiban that's in Bowling Green. It's different. This Ichiban is more like Shogun. I gotcha. Yeah. So yeah i see i see but other than that it's good it's been a good week i do feel like this week is going by really slow but you know whatever how is your week going it's good i do not feel the same i feel like this week has like flown by so far um what's going on not a lot again just still enjoying summer hanging out loving life trying to get my plans together for the fourth i never have any So I just need to be at a pool or something. Well, no, I actually do have like a friend's birthday this weekend. But other than that, I don't have any like concrete plans yet. So I know. And I forgot we're off on Monday and Tuesday, but Michael has to work. So (laughs) that sucks. I took off all next week because, you know, then Derek's birthday is next. Yeah. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, one of those days. This is seventh. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what we're doing for his birthday. He had randomly said something about wanting to go to Vegas. And I was like, mm, I feel like we would have needed to plan that for sure. Not right now. Um, but I was like, maybe next year. That'll yeah. be fun. I've never been, so I would like to go. You're not missing anything. But well, you know, it's just the experience. But I also don't know that I would have wanted to go in the middle of the summer either. I feel like that needs to be more of a fall trip. Yeah. And it's also not the weekend of Derek's birthday, but the following weekend is WNBA All-Star Weekend. So it would oh probably Lord. be expensive to travel there at this time. Oh, uh, 
good point. Yeah. Good point. And speaking of Vegas, which I literally, y'all, I really didn't plan this. Um, we're going to Vegas in today's episode. Of oh. Rules. I was like, you didn't plan what? So you're going? We <laughs> no. are. No, we are going on the television um, to Vegas for Stassi's 24th birthday. Um, so as we open, we are going to what's still currently being called Jackson Stassi's apartment for the next 30 <laughs> days until they move out. Um, and we are packing. So she's there with Kristen and we learned that the whole gang is going to Vegas. It is an annual trip. I think because it's happened more than once, I feel like she can confidently say that. Um, and then she also talks to us about her strategy for inviting people to go, basically saying that she tells the friends that she likes the most about it so that they can ask off far enough in advance to get approved. And then she tells the other group of friends later on so that by the time that they ask off, Lisa doesn't say yes. And I was like, that is so fucked up. If I saw my friend say this on national television, we would not be friends anymore. We just would not be. Like, bitch, what? In the last episode, you had me at your apartment crying to me about how Jack's cheated on you, and yet you're going to now call me a second-tier friend? Are you serious? I was hot. Hot, I tell you. Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing. And, you know, if we think about it, in future seasons, we don't see any of those people from that group besides Jen and right. Jen. Yeah. So exactly. And maybe that's just because they stopped working at sir. Right. I don't know, but either way, yes, it feels really, yeah. really shysty for her to say. So we also are getting some updates about Stassi suspension just starting that day. And so Kristen and her are then talking about how broke they are. And I was like, mm, simpler times, but also I was like, I don't know that I'd be planning to go to Vegas if I was broke and needed to find another apartment. I would be trying to like get the fuck out and figure out where I was going to live so I didn't have to be around this dude anymore who I am convinced has cheated on me and gotten someone pregnant two months ago. Like I just would be sitting in that. And I know again, production probably paid for it, but still like logically, this just doesn't make sense at all. And it's so funny because, yes, number one, extremely irresponsible. But what we do know, even though production might have paid for this birthday trip, this is an annual birthday trip, Stassi says. Like, there's one part in the beginning where she's saying, I I wore this on my 22nd birthday trip to Vegas. Um, Which is also tacky. Like, why are you rewearing shit? Well, I think that was her reason why she wasn't going to take it. because. Oh, oh, I see, I see. <laughs> But so it's like she, they have paid for this previously by themselves. Mm. And it's like, yes, you probably were not <clears throat> more financially stable then than you are now. So Fair. yeah, extremely irresponsible. And what I love as as we continue to watch the seasons is the evolution of the trips. Because oh my gosh. This one is hella bootleg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. once we get to, you know, seasons maybe like what, six, five, six. I would say even season four, when they go to Mexico, when like James and Lala join the group, like that was a good trip for Jackson, Tom's birthday. Yeah. 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 It definitely gets a little bit more ritzy, but yeah, this is definitely, um, we are servers at a restaurant and we're just getting by with what we could get by with (laughs) somewhere we can drive to. 
so right. that we can get back and forth to really easily. Does not require a flight, does not require right. a passport. Nothing. Yeah. And you know what I thought about? This is a side note. The fact that Jax and Stassi are both cancers, I don't know how this relationship survived this long. Why? Because it's just like feelings on top of feelings on top of feelings. And you would think that because they are both such sensitive people that it would have been better. But I feel like it's just like when people try to date any of the same signs, like you just don't mesh as well with Mm. the same person as you. You need somebody who's going to balance you out and they have no balance in their relationship. That'd also be why we are where we are with Tom and Ariana. Truly. I think there's some other stuff at play there. I mean, yeah, yes, sure. <laughs> truly. But anyways, so getting back into the scene, Stasi is talking with Kristen just about the whole trip in general. And she basically is asking Kristen to be nice to Frank because she doesn't want him to feel in her words, discluded. It's not even a fucking word, Stasi. but okay, whatever. I hate when people use words that aren't words. My biggest pet peeve right now is when people say uncomfortability instead of discomfort. It's just fucking comfort. Say that. That's like, because I'm still rewatching season 10 of Vanderpump. Now that everything's come out, it just makes it so oh much. Oh my gosh. And in James <laughs> confessional, he's like, yeah, it just creates distrust. And I was like, what, James? What? Yeah. I think it comes from granny. We are just so particular when it comes to words and how they're used. Truly. Between like Scrabble (laughs) and Will Fortune and all the other stuff that we watch, or her just correcting us in general, like we're very particular people. Our mom will tell you. Sure. We do this to each other and other people all the time. Yes. (laughs) But so basically. Stassi says, I don't want him to feel like he's not going to be included in this trip. And Kristen's like, I'm not going to be all up his butt, but I'm not going to be mean to him. And so I understand where Kristen is coming from. For her and Katie, I understand that this is probably a very jarring situation. However, it is Stassi's birthday. And so I feel like whatever issues you have with Frank, he is her birthday date. Just put it to the side. Just sit him over here. But the fact also, though, that Stassi, even though she just broke up with Jax, like, weeks ago at this point, or not even weeks ago, maybe a week ago, and already has a new dude that she wants to bring as her birthday date, that's also wild to me. I feel like she should have just been alone and just said, hey, I'm going to go, like, hit on some dudes or whatever and enjoy just being single and living life, but... Again, we have seen she is a serial monogamist. I don't know that she's been single longer than a couple of months on the show. And so this is very on par for just how she navigates life. And Kristen says, he is making you happy right now. I can see that. But in a couple of months, you're going to be bored. And Stassi says, well, just let me like ride it out. Let me experience that. And Kristen's like, well, yeah, I'm not going to tell you who to date. And Saucy says, no shit, which again, the aggression. I just don't understand why we're being so aggressive with our friends, but whatever. whatever. She also then says to kind of close out this scene, Stassi, that she has uninvited Jax, which again, the fact that you had to uninvite him after you all broke up doesn't make any sense to me. I think that that would just go without saying, but apparently it doesn't. And as we see, he still fucking shows up anyway. 
So her saying anything didn't really matter at all. Yeah. I think Jax in this season is a glutton for punishment. Is that what they call it? It's just yes. like to torture himself. And I don't know why, but we'll, we've got, we'll get there and we can elaborate on that situation more once we're there. Um, mm-hmm. so also around this time, which I didn't realize, which who knows if it's really around this time, I haven't actually Googled Mike Shea's actual birthday to know if he is also a cancer. Let me look. Okay. Um, but the next scene is with Sheena and her boyfriend, Mike Shea, and she's bringing him a birthday cake or a cupcake out of some little cake shop. She also is wearing, and I've never clocked this before. She's wearing an, I heart my BF shirt. And I was like, how fucking corny are you, bro? Like, are you kidding me right now? It's like in the same style as the, I love New York shirt. It just says, I love my BF. Why? Even the way that she talks to him in that moment, I'm like, why do, Why are you putting on this like 12-year-old, oh my gosh, it's your birthday voice? She's like, it's your birthday. You can have anything you want. And he's like, I, I like know. you. And she's like, you had me this morning. And I'm just like, how old are y'all? I don't know. I get you're still young, but like. Not like, that young. Not a normal fucking conversation. And if that is y'all's normal conversation, rework that because it's right. weird so i did find his birthday is june 22nd so oh, he too, he's like right there he's right there on the cusp oh so he's a gemini cancer yeah which explains his later behavior yes <laughs> oh gosh so yeah so as destiny mentioned in the previous scene where it's not even been two weeks since stassi has started hooking up with frank Sheena is telling that to Shay, like she's giving me all this shit for hooking up with a married man. And she is hooking up with her ex-boyfriend's friend, who's also a bartender at Sir. Sheena. Messy, messy. And the two are not comparable. They're not at all. (laughs) You wrecked a whole ass family. Okay. Her, yes. you're breaking up with one guy and then hooking up with another guy who works in the same place. Not the same fucking thing at all. Mm-mm. But um, that's Sheena for you. And then this scene wraps and Sheena's like, if if you want kids in the next few years, mister, you better put a ring on it. And I'm just like, I don't understand why females try to like send these subliminals Granted, that's not very... That wasn't even subliminal. Was it? <laughs> it was very direct. But I'm just like, why do you, If your dude wants to marry you, he will propose. Right. I right. don't understand why you have to put that energy out there to re- quote unquote remind them to propose soon. Like it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. And those mm-hmm. you, like we find out later on down the road, giving an ultimatum or, you know, c- constantly encouraging your partner to take that next step. It's not the way to go. Especially not when they're not ready. And people ask me this question all the time with me and Derek. They're like, you all have been together for so long. When are you all going to get married? And I'm like, when he is prepared. Because I will say I want a lot of things. I'm not going to force that issue. When he's ready, he's going to propose. And it's going to be fine. But like, especially Dewan Dwayne. Mm-hmm. pulls that all of the time and I'm like sir worry about your own stuff 
we're good over here. We're just living life. We're vibing. And the way I look at it is if you actually want to be with somebody for the rest of your life, what's the rush? Exactly. What is the rush? For sure. And if you want to be with someone for the rest of your life, marriage does not have to be the end goal. You're already together. Like what does marrying do? relationship you know I I could understand the importance of getting married like if you all wanted to start a family like maybe then it would make a little bit more sense to me but for us people who don't want kids it's just kind of like there's no difference in us being married and it's just like living a common law marriage married life so yeah I agree because I think with us maybe other than some like banking stuff Mm-hmm. And the fact that like, if we were to get a divorce, there would be a process for how we sell our home. Mm-hmm. Not a lot would change. It would just be paper right. and we file our taxes together. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like also that is a very cultural thing, different cultures. And not to say that marriage is not important. That is not what I'm saying whatsoever. But I think because of the way different cultures grow up, they put such a high premium on being married that there, there isn't necessarily due diligence done to make sure someone is prepared to be married. There is not the whole guidance around how are we making sure that the person that proposes to you is right for you? Are you all in therapy together? Have you worked out issues from prior relationships? If you've never been in a relationship before, how do you feel about compromising? Do you all have aligned values? Do you all have similar life goals? Do you all feel like your lives would grow together in the same way? Or do you think that there may be a point where they diverge? And again, you can't know all of that stuff before, but I feel like there's so much pressure in our society to get married, buy a house, get a dog, have kids, the whole thing. And I'm like, is that what people actually want to do? Or do they just feel like they're supposed to do that? And like some people that may be like totally what's right for them, but I just don't understand why anyone would pressure someone into that situation. If that's not what they've said, they've wanted. And who knows, maybe she and Shay had had conversations prior to that about being married and whatever, but from the outside looking in, I don't know. So those are just my observations. I feel like you should just let it happen when it's supposed to happen. And I'm saying the complete opposite. Marriage is not necessary at all. It's just not. It's really not. You know, I feel like. Definitely don't think it's necessary. I'm just saying like if people want to do it. I support it. Yeah, it's not necessary in my mind. It's not important. Like if you love somebody, a piece of paper, a ceremony that you're paying for 50, 100 people to come and celebrate you. It's just not that deep. Well, but I feel like though, for some folks, like I think about my queer community friends, if they're not legally tied together, they don't get to have the same type of access to each other if there's like issues or whatnot. So in that situation, totally understand it. If y'all are ready, go for it. And I mean, again, even for hetero couples, sure. But I just say, don't pressure anybody and don't ask people those questions. If they want to get married, they'll get married. Ask them about other things in their lives. There's like 5 million other things that you could talk about about a person other than that. You could ask one of our father's five wives, ex-wives, how they felt after their marriage. Like, when are you going to get married? And because that experience was so traumatizing, they might just totally break down. So it's very insensitive. 
you don't know anyone's past. So yes, stop asking those questions to people. It's not nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyways, after our, sorry, our marriage rant, uh, we then transitioned to a quick scene at Sir, and then we're over to Katie's. So we see the manifestation of Stasi's strategy in action. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy and Jen are heading up to Lisa and they're asking to have the weekend off so they can go to Vegas for Stassi's birthday. So we would say they're clearly bottom tier people because they are just now asking for this day off or these days off the week of her birthday. And again, as I mentioned before, these were also the people that you were just crying to in the last episode because they believed you about Jax. And so I wouldn't consider them bottom tier friends, but okay, whatever, Stassi, you do you. And then Lisa says no, obviously. And so then Jen says, well, could we just work Saturday night and then drive up Sunday and be off Sunday? And Lisa's like, yeah, sure. I just can't lose you on Saturday. And I was like, y'all got me fucked up if you think I'm working all night long at Sir, knowing that that closes maybe at 11 p.m. the earliest. And then I'm going to drive to Las Vegas overnight for a bitch who didn't tell me about her plans until the last minute. Are you kidding? Uh-uh. I don't care how much I like you. Absolutely not. Nope, 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 nope. Couldn't yeah. be me. I could see how that group... Granted, it does seem, as we watch seasons, that Jen and Jeremy are Stassi's true friends. Sure. So those people, I could see how it would be enticing to do it because of the show. Oh, 100%. 100%. But, and that's probably also why she um, made up this strategy. Yeah. Or how she invites people because obviously the main cast is going to be the people that need right. to be there for everything right. to go down but again it's still a shame that that was how she decided to explain herself at that time yeah and so then we head over to katie's and stassi comes over she's drinking a beer and i was like i don't know that i've ever seen stassi drink a beer i feel like she's normally a white wine gal so i was very surprised by that because i just did not clock it but maybe she just got a little bougier after the first season. I'm not really sure. Right. <laughs> she <laughs> to doing something a little fancier. Right. <laughs> and so Stassi and Katie are talking about the trip and she's continuing to complain about how Kristen and Sandoval are still constantly texting her about not believing Frank and wanting Jax to be able to come and how she should give Jax a second chance. And Katie says, I feel the exact same way. And Stassi says, what else do you need to do to believe this? To which I say, Stassi, he has done nothing up to this point that we know of that would make me believe this. So again, like I said at the last, at the end of the last episode, you clearly think something has happened prior or you wouldn't have readily believed this so much. But just because you believe that doesn't mean that they have to. Or did she believe something had happened? Or was she just using that as a, okay, I didn't have a valid reason necessarily to break up with Jax before, but this kind of like how I was saying Jax was self-sabotaging in the Mm -hmm. last episode that we talked about was Stassi just using this and running with it because, hey, this gets me out of this relationship. I mean, she could have been, but at the same time, the whole me supporting you and you're 10 years older than me saying alone would have been enough. Mm-hmm. to be like you haven't gotten it together yet i am done so i don't think that she needed another reason i don't know that she necessarily need a reason other than like i don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore but 
I know for some people, it's a little bit more difficult to cut it off if you don't feel like you have a really good way to channel your frustration. So I could totally see that. But basically, Katie is trying to reason with her. And she says, Frank just wants to get into your pants. And Stassi says, yeah, a lot of people want to. And I just, again, the the level of like almost narcissism of her because why would you just assume that everyone wants to sleep with you? Like, I mean, I get it. Like you are, I would say objectively pretty, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything, girl. It just really doesn't. Yeah. Her inflated sense of ego. I think a part of that too is her. The chin implant. (laughs) But I think that's her also overcompensating for her insecurities that we see that come out in other aspects of her life you know so like she's having to pump herself up and say these things about herself to help her think yeah I am a catch yeah everyone wants to sleep with me like I could do better than Jax you know Mm -hmm. so which does come off as narcissistic (laughs) right and like it's totally true you could do better than him but again for a lot of other reasons outside of the fact that you are just pretty like whatever (laughs) So then after that comment, Stassi is basically saying, I'm aggravated at you all because now I have to have this whole separate plan for the weekend because you all don't like Frank. And Katie says, which yay her, well, I didn't expect you to have a new boyfriend yet. So sorry. And I was like, this is the one time I think this season where she really starts to put her foot down with Stassi and say, I'm not going to just kowtow to whatever you want because you don't see what's happening right now because you're just so wrapped up in him giving you the attention that you think you want from him. And I do say, I do still believe though, I feel bad for her. I would hate if this were the situation that I was in and I had just broken up with my boyfriend and we had all these plans to do things together that summer with our shared friends and those plans were ruined. But at the same time, I understand Kristen and Katie who are like, we too are banking on these plans. We are still in the mix. We have upheld our part of the deal. And so I don't know how I'm supposed to just automatically shift my allegiance from Jax to Frank and ex Jax out of the picture when we are friends with him. That's wild. Yeah. And I, I agree with that for sure. And they probably weren't thinking of it or Stassi wasn't thinking of it like that she just again because we're cancers and cancers we value loyalty to Mm -hmm. the ends of the earth so (laughs) I see both sides for sure but I did highlight in this scene that we are on episode four of season one and this is the first time that we're seeing Katie put together multiple sentences and the scene lasts for like a good two to three minutes. And she's talking throughout the entire scene. So I'm <laughs> proud of you, Katie. Right. They're having a conversation. Yes. Who yeah. knew? She could do it. <laughs> so funny. And in our next scene, Stassi is complaining because just to, to go off of what you just said, her friends are not trying to, I mean, they're not going out of their way to be mean to Frank. It's just like, we don't like him. You know, we want you and Jax. And like you just said, to your point also, it's been two years of them seeing you, you and Jax, you and Jax have been a thing. You guys are the quote unquote, as Stassi says, the glue to the Mm -hmm. group. 
you know? So yes, it's going to be a hard transition. So Stocks is complaining that on the way to Vegas, the guys are like, well, Frank can't ride with us. And Kristen and Katie are like, well, y'all can't ride with us either. Frank can't ride with us. You can ride with us, Stassi, but Frank can't, which would make Frank have to get his own car and drive himself to Vegas. Terrible. kind of fucking shitty. It is. It's so mean. But also. I would have done the same thing. I would, exactly. If I were Kristen and Katie, I'd be like, yeah, you, he can't ride. So figure it out. It's not, not a problem. That's you problem. <laughs> Saucy's in her little confessional. It's like, is that what they're called? Confessionals? Yeah, I guess. Confessionals, interviews, whatever. Whatever. Okay. Okay. She's like, you know, I just, I want them to pick team Stassi. She's like, it's not about team Jax. It's not about team Frank. It's about team Stassi. And again, because I'm a cancer, I can understand where she is coming from, from that standpoint also. Like, definitely. Code. Pose before bros, regardless of if you are so used to seeing Jax and Stassi together, once she calls it over, it's Stassi. Done. It's, right. So sorry, Jax, like, hey, talk to you in passing, but like, that's just what it is. So or not even that, like you can still like be around him, but don't expect that to be what she chooses to do or to think that she will be there anymore because she won't. And she has made that very clear. Yeah. Yeah. So in this scene, they're current, they're in the, in the process of driving to Vegas. And so, you know, Stassi had her little confessional after we see Stassi and Frank in their own car, we pan over to Kristen and Katie's car and they're continuing to talk about how they don't believe the rumor. You know, it's just very convenient that Frank brought this up after Jax had just won quote unquote Stassi back at supper club. And then we pan over to the boys car. Mm, we see Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz, Peter, and Jax. And the window, and I'm like, they must have told them to do this. It's like the the car that's shooting them is is like riding next to them, and the window just rolls down, and Jax's face is just right there. And I was yes. like, wow. I was like, this is your ver- this is your idea of a grand gesture, and I can appreciate it, I guess. The thought was sweet, but misguided. Also, misguided. There, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Knowing Stassi, you should have known. But, 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 in Jax's defense, he basically did the same thing at Supper Club, and he got her back. Truly, seconds. So he's probably thinking, "Oh, if I pop up in Vegas on her birthday too, it's 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 a wrap. I got it." I guess, but I feel like when she said you aren't invited, that means do not come to Vegas. That's fair. I'm over your shit. And when he did that at Supper Club, she didn't yet know that he supposedly cheated on her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at that point, she was really just, I'm over it Thanks. all the way. And so then we zoom back over to surf for a second because we know that they're going to be super busy because it's Saturday night. That's the busiest night of the week for sir, but also for like any restaurant in America, like duh, but we see everyone setting up and we get our first glimpse of someone who will become a very major character in the next, not next few episodes, like the rest of the season, Laura Lee. Oh my goodness. Laura, Laura Lee, she, who she does. Yes have one of the most annoying voices ever, 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 like literally ever. 
She did, but for Sheena to be the one to make the comment that Laura's <laughs> voice is so annoying, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck do you think when we're all listening to Good as Gold? And can you freak bitch? Your voice is, I mean, it's not as annoying as Laura Lee's, but it's just as painful. But even her regular talking voice is still like, I don't know what it is about Sheena's voice. It's just preppy. It's very, yeah, it's weird. It seems very fake. Yeah. 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 But like, that's apparently just how she talks, which I get it. People make fun of my voice all the time. So I really shouldn't be saying anything, but you know, whatever takes one to know. You have multiple voices. You know, you have your voice for when you're passing and then you have your regular voice. I don't feel like my voice changes like that. I mean, I'm sure it does, but like, (laughs) I don't feel like I'm doing it intentionally. I know it's like a subconscious thing, but like, I think sometimes I'm trying to present like I'm being nice and approachable versus like, I'm just me. Oh, yeah. You don't think your regular voice is nice and approachable? Uh, depends. I mean, because I feel like if you were to just like regularly talk to me and I don't give you a certain tone, you're probably like, what's wrong? Are you okay? Your tone is pretty shitty. So yeah, I feel like I have to Got it. do it a little differently. Got it. Yeah. But then once I get to know people and they're just like, oh, it's just your voice. Just like yeah. my face. I have really bad RBF, but I'm not angry. Same. That's just my face. And do people you, take it any kind of way. Do you know when I was at Ole Miss, my boss asked another like senior level employee. Um, I don't know. I can't remember how he phrased it, but he alluded to the fact that I have rustic bitch face. Mm. And I do that. It's like a, is it a defense mechanism? Is that the phrase I'm looking for that makes sense here? It could be, depending on the rest of your sentence. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I do it because having been a teacher, obviously, and then a special ed teacher at that, and listening to the different stories I hear from parents. Oh, sure. Or the different stories I hear from kids. Mm -hmm. I have to be stone-faced. Like, I don't react in a way that makes them feel like what they're telling me is off the fucking wall, even though it is. And so now I'm just in a professional setting. I try my hardest not to smile. Because it's just like, I don't want to smile one day. And then the day I'm not smiling, you're like, what's wrong with Jalen? And it's like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Just, I'm not smiling. Or when I hear something, I don't want to give this facial expression. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. did I just fuck up by saying that? And it's like, yeah, you did. So mm-hmm. rest in bitch face, but it's just like. I mean, but like right now, like if you, if y'all could see me, you all the listeners, you would think I'd have RBF right now. And I'm just listening. I'm really yeah, just listening. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah. yeah, I feel like sometimes, and also I think that's too part of like the black women in the workplace issues of like having to come into spaces and be a certain way so that people feel again, like you are approachable exactly and whatever. And like, you know, when I get to know the people that I work with well enough, especially most of the people that I work with now, they know that it's just like, that's just destiny is focusing or whatever. And like, if you work with me, or are my friend, you will know when I'm angry. I don't really hide it very well. No, I might like be, I might (laughs) be like a little quieter or like not saying anything to like bite my tongue, but it's, it's fairly clear. And so I try to minimize the opportunities for people to notice that, especially at work, because like, even if I don't like what someone's saying, I don't want that to necessarily come across my face, especially because sometimes as a student and like, Mm -hmm. it just doesn't work. That does not work. 
But anyway, so that was a very wild tangent to come back to the fact that Laura Lee's voice and Sheena's voice is also annoying. <laughs> um, and also, for some reason, Lisa thought it was appropriate to only have three waitresses for the entire restaurant. And she's stressed. Everyone else is stressed. I, too, am stressed. Like, that just feels like a lot of work for three people to be doing. Even though I'm like, so where's Jen? What is she doing? She's not one of the three waitresses, but you made her work. Is she hosting? Like, what's happening? Like, it just doesn't, the math ain't mathing, Lisa. Right. All those people that you took, because later in the episode, and we see that second wave of people come, Mm -hmm. a little motherfuckers at on Saturday night that you claim that they couldn't leave (laughs) to go to Vegas because they clearly weren't in the restaurant, but hey. Sure weren't. Sure were not. Maybe they like had a shift change or something. Maybe, maybe. So we get, we go back to Vegas. Everyone has made it. And so the girls, Kristen and Katie, and then Stassi and Frank are checking into the hotel. <laughs> it's very, very awkward. So Stassi and Frank check in fine. You know, Stassi's like, I need to add someone to my room. And she was like, says Frank's name and Kristen rolls her eyes like in absolute disgust and Stassi's like it makes a very valid comment like we're not going to sleep in separate rooms we're not 12 years old so also they are broke broke. no one can afford that but maybe Frank came with his commercial real estate business (laughs) (laughs) I can't even go there right now anyway so Kristen and Katie are having trouble checking into their room because their rooms are under their boyfriend's names. And then Stassi makes a comment, well, you guys can just come in our room until like you guys get it figured out. And Kristen's like, "Mm, no. (laughs) Which to be fair, not going to happen. I too, when I get to a hotel, I have a whole routine. I need to like decompress, especially after a long drive. I want to shower. I want to settle. And like, no, I don't want to hang around you and your new boyfriend when I need to be getting ready to go to dinner. So respectfully who I don't like that part yeah even if I did like him yeah I just want to do my own thing right right so they get it figured out and then we see the boys come in and they're checking into their rooms what's funny is I just have to highlight this because he is the scum of the fucking earth Sandoval is like yeah so Jax told me not to tell anyone including my girlfriend that he was coming well that was easy for you, wasn't it, Sandoval? Because you keep lots of things from your girlfriends because you are fucking trash. So anyway, Stassi gets to her room and there's this big ass bouquet of flowers and it's from Jax, which Jax, that probably would have been more appropriate than showing and, up. And sufficient. That, and that sufficient. should have been it. Right. That should have been it. That would have been good enough. But whatever. So Kristen and Katie come down to their to Stassi's room because they got checked into their rooms. And Kristen and Katie, which it seemed kind of like they knew that he was planning on sending flowers mm-hmm. because the way they walked up to him was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so sweet. Like, right. so, so sweet. And Stassi's like, yeah, and I'm going to send him to the whore that he knocked up. <laughs> She's funny. She's so quick-witted. It's I love so, it. So quick-witted. And she's like, seriously, guys, don't be fooled by like a bouquet of flowers, which true. If there's a rumor that you have knocked up a female two months prior to us being broken up, nothing can repair that. 
not Mm-mm. flowers, not you popping up, not you proposing, like none Mm-mm. of that shit. Mm-mm. So I will stand by Stassi in saying that Stassi, like when she puts her foot down, it is what it is. And I appreciate that. Agreed. Again, the directness is just off the charts. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it because you know exactly what you're going to get from her. Mm-hmm. And that's my kind of gal. Period. So anyways, they then show us Peter and Jack's rooming together, which I also didn't really clock this until this episode but it seems that peter and jacks don't know each other very well because jacks is like oh yeah you're my new buddy i'm gonna tell you everything and so peter asks jacks what happens and jacks tells us his explanation which also sounds suspicious but okay Mm -hmm. so jacks is like yeah i got someone pregnant but it wasn't two months ago it was three years ago before stassi and i were together and Peter's like, well, I didn't know that, but it's not surprising. Like, I've heard a ton of stuff working at Sart, which I was like, fair. And I feel like in just life, too, like, people get people pregnant all the time. Like, it's not really, like, that uncommon. And so Jax told us that for some reason he told Frank that story and that Frank decided he was just going to change the timeline so that it conveniently fit his narrative so that he could then use that to finally get Stassi away from Jax. Which I feel like is also plausible. Oh, no. Totally. Not knowing what we know now. And like, if we're coming into this as new viewers, it's like, hmm, okay, shit. Who is telling Mm -hmm. the truth here? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, who would go to that length? You know, I just, whatever. But people lie about weirder things for less important things in relationships. So who knows? And so Jack's, is finishing telling Peter this. And Peter says, well, I believe you a hundred percent. And Jax is like, yes, I have converted a person who is also on my side in this whole situation. And someone who Stassi, I would assume, values their opinion and respects them because they did date previously. And so then Jax tells us, I don't really have a plan for tonight, but I just know that I need to talk to her and see her face to face. And that is mistake number like 20 in this series <laughs> of bad decisions it's like a series of unfortunate events that is Jax taylor's like run on the show Let just I love bad those. bad bad decisions consistently yeah. that is him but you know again it's entertainment so it's, i'll take it it's great his bad decisions have given us so many laughs i don't think we could ever repay him for Mm-mm. Not ever. (laughs) Not ever. Well, and then did you see the news that he and Brittany Kristen are getting a spinoff? And I was like, why? I think it's like the reboot of the Vanderpump Village concept. Valley Village. That, yeah. But I would love that, but just do it with the rest of the cast. I don't want to just see, I mean, I love all three of them, but like, what are the three of them going to do? I don't know. I think the other people will pop up. I think there'll be some, you know, maybe some other people pop up that aren't on Vanderpump Rules anymore. Like maybe Dana will pop up every now and then because she's friends with the folks and maybe Stassi will make an appearance. You know, I think it's interesting because we see so much of Katie, Christian and Stassi's friendship and now we don't anymore. And it's kind of weird. So there may be like a a foray back into that. Yeah, that'll, yeah, we'll just have to see that. Truly, and watching Jax as a dad, oh my God. 
But you know, I listened to their podcast when reality hits and mm-hmm. like, Brittany truly sings his praises. And it really does sound like Jax loves being a fucking dad. I agree. I mean, when I see videos of him with like ocean and summer moon, you know, they just, they just seem like they love him. And yeah. I can't imagine that Sheena or Lala would be like, yes, just take my child if she, or if they didn't trust him. So I feel like he's definitely had a change of mm-hmm. behavior. Maybe, you know, turning 40 helped him out, mm-hmm. but we're not there yet, folks. We are not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Got a ways to go. Uh-huh. So now we're switching into the beginning of, of Stassi's birthday festivities and they started Chippendales. I just, the thought of male dancers is just, it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> Super jacked up, clothes that are too tight. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to see Michael in clothes that are very tight and short. We're trying, I'm trying to get him into the phase of wearing the hoochie daddy shorts because oh, his legs okay. are so beautiful. And You're I'm just silly. like, you should show them off to me in the world. <laughs> but- <laughs> male dancers it's just not it's not my thing it's it just makes me want to throw up I don't like it and I don't understand why women are like oh yes uh-huh I guess because we feel like we need something that equals a strip club I guess I don't know I too don't feel super like entertained by it I feel like it's just something fun to do Mm. and maybe they just enjoy looking I guess I don't really know I can't I can't answer the question we'd have to ask somebody else who actually likes that it's just not me that might be a social media question are you into male strippers or male dancers I don't know it's it's a no for me um (laughs) but anywho so in this scene I think it's really funny um that Sandoval makes this comparison of the front row of Chippendales is oh, like yes. at the front row of SeaWorld and you're kind of doing one of these and he's like dodging like pretend water or sweat or whatever as mm-hmm. like and that even makes me more disgusted I'm just like oh is there sweat coming off are they throwing their t-shirts at you it just makes me cringe could be yeah um so another funny part of this scene is Peter when you all see Peter compared to the dancers that are on stage, Peter very much could be a Chippendales dancer. He looks like a more jacked up Johnny Depp. 100%. He's very beefy. His clothes are way too fucking tight. Mm-hmm. All the guys, I feel like, wear their shirts like halfway unbuttoned so you can see their pecs pecking out. Very. Mm-hmm. I think that's for tips. For tips? Yeah. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, And then he's got, he looks like a pirate and people will refer to him as a pirate as seasons go on, but he's got this ponytail too. And he's sitting there in the audience. And then this chick who's not with them, some random woman is like, you can't have terrible tan lines, by the way. Did you see her tan lines? Yeah, it was bad. She was so red. Red. PSA, put on sunscreen. (laughs) This um, sun cancer is real. Yeah, skin cancer. Skin cancer cancer from the sun is (laughs) okay. Wear your sunscreen. I know a lot of people who aren't as beautifully complected as me and my sister want to achieve this color, but if Mm. you meant to be this color, you would be. 
So. And black people who think we don't need sunscreen. Put on it. the sunscreen. Stop it. There's black girl sunscreen at Target. It's really good brand. Mm-hmm. Go buy it and wear it when you are outdoors and reapply every 30 minutes. Sooner than that, if you're in the water. This is not a sponsored ad, but it could be. <laughs> at Target. No, I'm just kidding. So yeah, uh, she, um, <laughs> she's like, you can't fool me. Da, 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 da. So she thinks that he's a Chippendales dancer. So it's just a little comic relief in this part of the episode. And then we pan over to Stassi and Frank who start making out and Kristen and Katie are like, vomit. That's gross. And I'm like, yeah, it does look very... A lot. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm not a big PDA person in general. But oh, I'm I... a PDA person. Ew, are you? I like all the kisses. That is so fucking weird. <laughs> Maybe it's just with Michael, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you just don't give me that energy, but okay, you don't. (laughs) But anyways, so we pop back to surf for like a hot second just to see that it's super busy, which we already knew, so duh. But now we're heading to dinner at this Moroccan restaurant and we're in a limo. Um, And once we get there, everybody's vibing. Like everyone's having a good time. They're dancing around, they're drinking cocktails. Like everything is great. Um, But then also in the limo, Katie's giving a toast. And during the toast, she says, let's say happy birthday to Princess Stassi. I'm sorry. Stassi is 24. Mm -hmm. Okay. It might be cute to say happy birthday princess to like a Mm six-year-old. But once you're past like 10, it's not cute anymore. No, mas. No way. I'm going to refer to my friend as a fucking princess in Mm -hmm. our not happening. Nope. I just and it just Stasi literally has in this first up until this point. I feel like Stasi truly has these women brainwashed. It's mm-hmm. crazy. They're just, I mean I call them her minions because they truly act like her fucking minions. It's insane. Wrapped around her finger. Insane. It is so wild. But so we get to the restaurant. We're having fun, and Stassi is making this speech about how she's just so happy that everyone has come together for her birthday. And then we see Jax walk in, and like the look on her and Frank's face is priceless because she's like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" So Jax comes in. He's like, "Now let's get the party started," and he greets everyone. He says, Frank, suck my cock. And then Frank gets all aggro again. Kristen's trying to like somewhat defuse it, but she's also mad at Frank. And then Stassi is like, there's absolutely no way that this is happening right now. And then just all of this arguing starts to ensue. And Tom says, fuck you, Stassi. She throws a drink at him. He throws, I think, a drink at her, hits her. And then things start to get more physical in the restaurant, which... Had these been black people, we would have been kicked the fuck out the minute the yelling started. There would have been no way that it would have gotten to this point at all. And in that moment, where because it was Tom Schwartz, Katie's boyfriend, who, who, what does he say? Fuck you, Stassi. Mm-hmm. Um, or fuck you, bitch, or something <laughs> no, like no, that. No, no, no. He like, said fuck what? you first. And then Stassi's like, Stassi <laughs> says something back. And then he was like, you heard me, bitch. <laughs> I thought, oh, what? so she throws her drink right he throws one back and then katie stands up because she's sitting in the middle of them and she's like Stassi, mm-hmm. you're out of line and she <laughs> grabs katie by the back of her neck and like Ooh. puts her down onto the couch mm. my nigga 
if that was my <laughs> friend who I just mm. made a speech about or a toast mm -mm. about calling her fucking princess Stassi, we it wouldn't have been what turned out in the parking lot. It would have been and, me in that parking lot. Ain't no way if, to put your hands on me and I'm just going to be like, oh my gosh, she, she me. You're going to also let your boyfriend talk to me like that and we're supposed to be best friends and he and I are supposed to be friends? Are you serious? Hot ass. It, some, it's so, it's so mess. bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. So basically they're everyone is arguing they then move outside Kristen for some reason again is in the middle of everything trying to keep people separated but also then goes up to Frank and she was like I didn't want to go there but I know that you started sleeping with Stassi before she broke up with Jax and I'm like mm. Kristen, I don't know what you thought that was gonna do in this situation like I thought you were trying to diffuse things this is not helpful and then we're pushing people the guys all start taking their shirts off for some reason and they're trying to literally fight in this like strip market parking lot and the producers are there they're trying to defuse it it's it's just chaos entire chaos but also them and like destiny said when she says trying to fight heavy emphasis on the trying 100 <laughs> like, they could have fought if they wanted to fight Tom sandoval takes his shirt off first and he's like yeah come here Come here. What was that? Say that to me again. And I'm like, which oh, again? Why are you even involved? You? <laughs> no one. Kristen, just go, go. on somewhere. And then when Jax throws off his sweater, why are we wearing a sweater in Nevada? Also, because I can in the middle of the summer. Uh-uh. No, no, sir. He throws off his sweater. He's like, You want to go, motherfucker? You want to go? And then he runs to Frank. And then Frank just like wraps his arms around his legs no i think that's a producer like trying to stop him i think oh i think that's what's happening i didn't notice that because i think also at that point though. frank has his shirt off too his shirt off that that makes perfect sense because it I was, was a lot happening though so it's hard to catch his shirt off and then but he okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i think it was a producer trying to stop him yeah, it was all just a hot ass mess it it was terrible and then so Everything finally calms down. Frank leaves. And then <laughs> Katie, Tom, Jax, and other Tom and Kristen take the limo and leave Stussy with Peter at the restaurant. <laughs> Y'all are the worst fucking friends ever. I I just, wow. I cannot believe that. I was like, wow. And then Stassi's like, they took my limo. And I was like, I understand every bit of that girl because that was fucked up. That was, that so was, fucked that up. was very fucked up. It was. Uh, and after all that happens, we go to the next morning and it's a new day. <laughs> and new people. <laughs> it's a new day with new friends. Stassi has her backup crew there and they mm. are at breakfast. So then in the room, Kristen and Katie, their boyfriends are waking up, whatever. Jax and Frank have both departed to go back to LA. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, how are they getting back? Because Jax, you didn't drive. Right. I just don't know. It was it was a mess. And I'm like, Stassi, how are you getting back? Right. Right. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. But Kristen, is, you know, she texts Stassi and is like, we need to talk. And going back to where they're having breakfast, Stassi is like, they just text me or they just text me and it says that Kristen was like, we need to talk. And then the blonde girl 
Kelly. Kelly. Okay. Yeah. I mm. very irrelevant. Um, Kelly is like, you should take a picture of all of us and ask, who do you want to talk to first? And of course, Princess Stassi loves that. Mm. So they, mm-hmm. she has the waitress take a picture of her with her backup friends using her Blackberry. I miss Blackberries. If I could have a Blackberry now, I would go back in a heartbeat. Hey, I fucking love Blackberries. I also didn't know Blackberries took pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I never got to BBM people. It was a whole thing. I had a Blackberry Pearl for like a hot second. Blackberry message. Oh. That's what they called it. Instead what Texas. I was I was thinking you were saying BBW. Like, when you said BB, no. I was thinking BBW. I was like, wait, what? What does that have to do with Blackberries? Nothing. Nothing. Got it. Yes. So she sends a picture of her and her backup friends to Kristen. And then Kristen gets the picture and shows Katie. And it's like, oh my gosh, are you fucking serious? Um, so yes, it it's just, you know, typical Stassi and her exercising mm-hmm. her white privilege. And that scene closes out by her saying that you've made me a very happy princess again. Why are we referring to this 24-year-old woman as a princess? Because she keeps doing it that way. So I don't know. I don't know. She thinks it's cute for some reason. So then for some reason. Katie decides to call Lisa to tell Lisa what has happened. And it's basically like, we can't ask you to like not schedule us with her, but like dot, dot, dot. And Lisa's like, no, you're not going to give me an ultimatum right now. Katie, this is the first time the ultimatum does not go on your favor. Fucking stop it. And so Lisa is like, Frank and Jack's, if they can't get along, one of them will leave the restaurant. Like they won't, we won't continue to let this happen and fester or whatnot. But I was just like, Katie, what the fuck? Like Lisa didn't need to know. And like, she just didn't need to know. I get it that it's part of the show. Sure. But thinking in reality terms, if I don't understand why we run to Lisa every time there is drama, I get that this is her mm. show that you all work for her, regardless of what some of you all think, Lisa's not your mother. Not mm. your therapist. She's not your best friend. She's not your homegirl. She's your boss. <laughs> I would have never imagined calling my boss on her personal phone over mm. the weekend to be like, hey, I don't want you to schedule me with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. What? Any real boss would have been like, well, bitch, you can kick rocks. <laughs> Correct. I don't need you or her. So y'all Mm-mm. or neither one of y'all bitches got to come back to work just weird exactly exactly and I think too that's part of her being like a natural fit on the show is having that like I'm a mother I give them advice I you know I've done this for so long I've had this really long-standing relationship with Ken we've been through it all and I feel like a lot of them really look up to her as a mentor in a lot of ways especially now in this time that we're talking about in season one and I could see it to an extent but yes like I just would not have done that because again she is my boss and there are boundaries so I would have let Jax and or Frank tell her about their fight I wouldn't have been the one communicating it and I definitely wouldn't have talked to her about the issues between me and Stassi because Stassi's suspended right now so like she's not gonna be at work right now anyway and you'll be over it in five seconds exactly So anyways, we get into night number two. And so after this phone call, we see Stassi and the backup crew going skinny dipping for some reason. 
at a hotel that's not their own, which again, also strange and also white privilege because again, black people can never do that shit and not get arrested. It just would not be happening. Or, but then, what'd you say? I said, or shot and killed. That part. So <laughs> we end up following Sauce to the club and the original group arrives because they're like, well, we are here to celebrate her birthday. So we're going to go to the club that she's at. And they try to come up and talk to her. And she basically says, I just want to vibe. Just let me vibe. I don't want to have a serious conversation right now. I'm just trying to enjoy what I think is her actual like birthday. And they continue to try to talk to her and she runs away from them. She's like, I'm not talking to you right now. So I'm going to go dance up on this podium because that's what I want to do. And so Katie and Kristen, they're on the side talking to Sandoval, complaining about Stassi's behavior, basically just like mad at the fact that she's having fun with another group of people, honestly, because that's really what it's about. And they're like, oh, we feel like she doesn't need us right now, which in this moment is true. (laughs) But then Stassi decides that she's going to come and talk to them. So she, after Sandoval has to like have Kristen tell him to leave the conversation, (laughs) she decides to sit down with Katie and Kristen and basically try to hash things out. And they are still trying to be logical with her. And what I want them to realize in this moment is that Stassi does not care about what your rationale is. She just wants you to support her. And if you're not going to do that right now, then she's not going to be around you. And so she basically says, you all suck as friends. And so until y'all get it together, I'm not going to be around you. And then rightfully so, she says, y'all are mad at me because I'm sticking up for myself. You should be mad at the person who fucked up, AKA Jax, not me. And I was like, definitely. And then she goes back inside and parties. And I was like, go you girl, because they are being unreasonable. Yet again, another example of how y'all might be mad at Stassi. After watching these first four episodes, you might hate her. But if you dig deep and really think about it, she's always right. Exactly. Like, how would you react in this situation? If my friends did that to me, it, we wouldn't be friends. We wouldn't, and it wouldn't be like, a oh, in a couple, couple days, we're going to hash it out or a couple weeks or whatever the case may be. It's like, no, fool me once, Mm -hmm. shame on you. Fool me twice, ain't happening a second time. Mm -hmm. So fuck Mm -hmm. off. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's just what it is, so. Exactly, and that's where the episode comes to an end, friends. (laughs) (laughs) So overall thoughts. I will say, I do feel bad for Jax. Like, he, again, made a lot of poor decisions, but I understood the intentionality I think that he just took it a little too far when he decided to try to fight Frank. (laughs) And I feel like had he come in and not even said anything to Frank, he probably would have been able to just like chill and vibe with everybody. Stassi still would have been mad for sure, but I think he came in and just escalated it. And then they just back and forth, back and forth. And it just was not going to go well. What did you think? My overall thoughts on this episode, even though, yes, Stassi is correct most of the time she's very entitled this whole it's my fucking mm-hmm. birthday everybody shut the fuck up mm-hmm. like ugh. at the end of the day your birthday is another day mm-hmm. it, there's nothing special about it or you and I don't mean that mm-hmm. in a rude way it's just the fact that yeah. people put all this 
importance on their birthday. It's a day, bitch, in which you were born. Yes, celebrate it, cool, because you never know when you're going to take your last breath. But like, she just takes it to the extreme for me. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little much. It's a little much. Agreed. It reminds me of that girl from the Bratz movie who sang the song, like, you know what's all about me. I feel like that's what's going in Stassi's head, like, all oh, of the time. <laughs> like, constantly during these first few seasons. Sure. She's like, if it is not about me, I don't care about it. Correct. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't care at all. So as a reminder, or again, if you're new, welcome. Um, Savage AF is our last segment of the podcast where we give you our hot take on each episode so my hot take i have already shared but again i will reiterate it for the friends if the dudes wanted to fight they would have fought they didn't want to fight so like the whole like scene of it all it just felt like a lot of acting is what it felt like bad acting um my savage af take on this episode is that stassi having backup friends is iconic <laughs> that shit is in the fact that it's not just that she has backup friends because all of us have friends that it's like okay th- these are my really good friends and these are like okay like associate friends the fact that her associate friends are like yeah we're Stassi's backup friends and they're like they they, they are all mm-hmm. in to be the backup that, and that she's convinced them mm-hmm that they're just as much her friends as her real friends. Hilarious. Yeah. Truly, <laughs> truly, truly. Oh my goodness. She just, people can't pull the stuff today. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, again, that is it for this week. We will be back next week with episode five and we are already halfway through season one, which is nuts. Y'all, we still have so much more to come, though. We are really just gearing up for what is going to be an insane second half of the season. Just if you aren't a VPR fan after this season, I just don't know what kind of television you like to watch at this point. I just really don't know. And since the Writers Guild strike is still happening, you should just buckle up and get on board. (laughs) You really should. (laughs) But until then, you can find us at Savage Reality Podcast on Instagram. DM us. And if you have questions, email us at realityforsavages at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help the people find us. Stay tuned, and we will see you next week. Bye, sister. Yes, bitches. <laughs>